I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, Avengers versus X-Men Edition, Gary versus Jeremy. Uh, Gary, how many views do you have on TikTok right now? If you had to, it's a secret. It's a secret. Secret views. Um, you have a secret TikTok account. I don't. Uh, I don't really. Uh, the I would say that you are responsible for something like sixty percent of the TikToks I've seen. <laughs> okay, uh, I have not become TikTok TikTok filled. Um, I have barely touched a TikTok. Um, so uh, I have no TikTok account. I would. Uh, I would recommend not doing that uh, because you could potentially go viral and on get a bunch of MCU nerds mad at you on TikTok like I did over the last couple of weeks. Because yeah, what's your what's your account? Uh, six hundred and thirty-seven thousand views the last time I looked. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't make it a commercial for the podcast. I didn't. You could even. Dumb, I, dumb I found fuck. out you can add a link to TikTok videos and like people can click on it. I guess. And I was like, man, I should have done that. I should have mm-hmm. just directed it right to the podcast. But believe me, I don't think we need these kind of nerds on our podcast. It's no, um, no. I I'd love to get corrected about this shit. Um. Oh, you know, the you idiots thought that that the thing could uh could actually beat Namor well in Fantastic Four numbers. You know, I don't want to actually talk to comic book fans like that. Yeah, I talk to you and my buddy Derek. Someone uh, like, you know, there's like two comic book fans I want to talk to. Just just this morning, somebody told me um because it was just a question. It was just a dumb like, hey, what is this in the background of Endgame? And I was I just thought that was you know kind of funny and you know someone was like it's your theory being shipped to the stop overthinking waste facility and i'm like excuse me what is that why are you talking to me i don't know i don't that's a dumb comment dog so yeah, yeah. god how's the weather over on the stop overthinking shit I, waste I, facility I, I don't, dude i just i mean just please stop watching it that's the tiktok stop showing it to uh, people i don't know why you t- decided to do this can you mute notifications i'm sure yeah uh, it just doesn't like they group yeah. them so like it's not like i can it's not like it's bothersome or anything it's not like twitter where they would like show um like a whole like drop down menu or distract you or anything like that i just opened it up like and i was like oh there's 72 new notifications on tiktok let me not look at any of this and just go about my day so yeah the uh, uh the couple times i've had like a, a twitter response do really well or something i i'm annie oakley i'm muting it yeah. Um, I do not want to know just like a random name likes it. Like who gives a shit? You know, everybody who I don't know is just a stranger. I do not care. Absolutely. Like I care about them. I want them to do well, but I don't care if they click on my dumb joke. We're uh, mm-hmm. we're way off the topic, but I was thinking about this in terms of Twitter the other day about how I'm I'm really reticent to follow anybody new on Twitter. So like people will follow me and I just don't mm-hmm. follow them back. But like there was a time when like I re- actively used Twitter to like communicate with friends and it worked. Like I found. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, me and you didn't really meet on Twitter or anything, but I feel like, you know, we became friends on Twitter and then ultimately Slack. And then, but like folks like Brian Wade or Patty Stardust or Chris, my, my other co-host, I was say Patty. Um, no. like uh, Allison, like all of those people uh, are, you know, friends and I just wouldn't do the, I just don't use it the same way today. Like I'm happy with my friend group and I'm like, eh, I don't need to, I don't need anybody new in my life. I'm good. I don't need anybody new on my Twitter feed at all. So I don't know. It's just, yeah. it's just weird thinking that like at a certain point I was like, oh yeah, Twitter, I'm going to communicate with people and have a good time. And now I'm like, I'm going to make really dumb jokes and complain about COVID numbers in Louisiana. And that's it. Yeah. The, the, the idea of being full up on friends is an underrated idea. You know, like I, I'm dating again. So it pops up weirdly mm-hmm. enough because if something's not going to work out for like romance, like the, the traditional consolation prize thing is to be like, Oh, you know, we can still be friends. And I'm meeting, you know, people who are cool who I could be friends with, but I don't, I just don't have space in my life for more friends. Yeah. You know, 
uh, it's a weird thing that like people don't like being honest about. I think that we're, we're kind of taught that like, you should just always like, there's always room for more friends. Not the case. Uh, I, you know, I don't get to talk to the same, you know, the, the people who I actually like now enough. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I, I, so, I, I a hundred percent agree. Yeah. Like I'm, and, and like COVID has been really weird because it's not like we're hanging out with any friends or anything, but at the same time, I don't want to, <laughs> like, I don't want to hang yeah. out with anybody new. <laughs> like I barely want to hang out with anybody yeah. now. I, so I can't imagine what it was like to, so I, yeah, it's very funny to me that, it, um, I don't know. I just, no new friends. I'm like, uh, yep. Who was the, the, I think that was a, did you ever hear that about, I think it was a basketball star, a rapper who a guy was trying to get into, um, to see, I think it must've been like someone like Drake or anything. And it was like a basketball star that was relatively famous. And the guy's like, no, no, man, me and Drake are tight. And the bartender or the bouncer was like, no new friends, only old friends getting the VIP. <laughs> it's like, oh shit. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> incredible. Uh, speaking of old friends, uh, we got a real mixed grill of Avengers going on with the secret Avengers. The, uh, yeah. the first secret Avengers comic I've ever read. Um, it's a real miscellaneous crew. It's, it's miscellaneous. You know? And I, I really enjoyed this. I mean, it's Rick Remender. So I guess, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah Remender's great. And, like uh, this is cool. And the art is really, really good. I like this artist a lot. Um, oh, the art's incredible. Yeah. Like, um, uh, I love the art, like the coloring mm-hmm. in this, this opening page Super is just good. so fucking good. Yeah. Um, I had no idea who this was. This is R- Renato Guedes or Guedes, mm-hmm. uh, G U E D E S. Um, so I, I don't know very much about that, that, uh, that artist, but, uh, I will f- look at the further stuff in the future. Cause it's super good. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is the team that's being sent to slow down the Phoenix force on its way to earth. So it's basically all the Avengers who are space capable. Mm-hmm. Uh, are being sent out. Uh, so our crew here, we got Thor as the leader. We got Miss Marvel, Beast, Protector, who I kind of pick up from context as an alternate universe version of Marvel Boy, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, War Machine, Valkyrie, Vision, and Captain Britain. Yep. Uh, in this crew. Um, War, War Machine seems like the weird odd one out to me and until I realized that like the only reason he's there is so that they can use his armor as a battery. <laughs> like that's it. Like, they, he, yeah. they might as well call him Double A Machine for all that he does in this comic book. <laughs> <laughs> this is basically basically it. Uh, the uh, yeah, it is, it is very good. And just because they need to have an Iron Man up there and they need Iron Man to go fight Magneto and Gambit. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts off with this flashback to like the Phoenix. Uh, Jean Grey is the Phoenix just fucking roasting the X-Men. Yeah. You know, it's, it's beast having a nightmare, uh, here, but the art is so cool and so grisly, like Phoenix, just like peeling their faces off, you know, at the cheeks. Yes. Uh, here, not a comedy central roast for the guys at home that might not be looking at the page, just, a, no, no, just no. To an actual yeah. roast, like a barbecue. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's really weird that the Phoenix, uh, finally decided to, uh, be you know take over bob ross or not bob ross what's that guy's name god damn it bob <laughs> ross is the painter yeah. uh, <laughs> you're trying to yeah. go for i wish i could you're out on a limb Gary. i can't find you where are you at <laughs> jeffrey ross jeffrey uh, ross is the okay big roast. okay yeah there yeah. you go mm-hmm. is the comedy central roast guy uh not easy in the eyes that man um but yeah this is a dream uh and him just being like this is all wrong this is not what happened you know we gene uh you know took herself out we stopped she stopped the phoenix yep but he's kind of seeing a vision as to what might happen if, if that didn't happen. Um, you know? He wakes up on the spaceship. Uh, he's in the same room as Captain Britain, who has put the finishing touches on their uh, Phoenix device. 
um, and mm-hmm. they're they're Phoenix Cage. They have come up with some sort of uh, science doodad to cage the Phoenix, which definitely seems like it would work. Um, and also, mm-hmm. Cage the Phoenix sounds like a really good cover band for Cage the Elephant, and like a much better band yeah. overall. <laughs> the uh he's uh i love the uh the idea here that you know they're kind of having they're fighting their phoenixes against each other mm-hmm. because like uh beast is like oh you know you hung out with rachel a lot you know, rachel gray and she maintained the phoenix did she ever lose control he's like no rachel grew up in hell she's stronger than her mother and beast is like no way yeah fuck you know, off number one she was incredibly strong <laughs> you know number one how dare you yeah. <laughs> yeah number two you do not know yeah you don't know gene <clears throat> you know um, they're basically saying they have one shot at this, you know, and they say that the cage, if, even if it doesn't, uh, stop the Phoenix, it's going to send a stream of crucial unknowns back to Honey Stark. It's going to gather information yeah. that they need. Uh, you know? this is when, uh, uh, Thor and Valkyrie, uh, pile into this room. Uh, they're both, uh, sloshing around a bunch of alcohol. Um, they're here to party. Um, and you know, Valkyrie is like, or excuse me, Thor is like, you were right. They're both in here just worrying. Uh, you know, <laughs> Valkyrie's like, yeah, I use, I've worked with beast a lot. That dude just loves to fret. Like that dude is just a fretter. Um, yeah. Thor tries to get beast and, uh, Captain Britain to like party with him and like, Hey, you know, we got, here's some liquid courage. And you know, this, 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 could be a you know a basically a suicide mission let's 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 drink up and party um captain of britain um is pretty susceptible to <laughs> sorry yeah the idea that he, he says i'm a huge <laughs> asshole when i'm drunk yeah but he also he you caves know? like he's he's really susceptible to peer pressure which makes me this is very like i wouldn't turn a beer down from thor like let's let me get to the straight right but like but also oh there's a time and a place on the <laughs> On the eve of this, I would. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you, one, one thing you get old, like the thing I always notice in media now that I'm old is uh, characters not sleeping, characters not drinking water, uh, characters kissing first thing in the morning where I'm like, none of those things are real. Like as, as an adult, it's like, I, I couldn't fight the Phoenix without sleep. I'm way worse without sleep. Uh, I would be way worse if I was hungover fighting the Phoenix and my breath uh, is a sewer in the morning. Like I'm not going to just like wake up and kiss somebody. You know, mm-hmm. spend all night like getting bad breath. You know, you're being quiet like you do that all the time. I, the, I'm, uh, is, I'm, is I'm am a, I missing something? I, I, no, dude. I just you know I <laughs> like to make out in the mornings. I don't know. I wasn't gonna call you on it or anything, but like if that's your thing, like I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, I like it, but you brush your, you brush your teeth first. Yeah. You do it pre-brushing your teeth. Uh, yeah. I mean, sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm just not... it's, I could be the weirdo. Like I'm, I'm not. You, you have full permission I mean, to call I, me out. I, on this. Also, I'm not I mean, I've been married. I've been married for 17 wisdom. years, right? Like, I mean, it's it's a it's a yeah. whole different world out there when you've been married to 17 years. You're like, sure, whatever. I don't yeah. care. There's like, nothing in there you don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, if she's got <laughs> yeah. it, I got it. Like, I'm not I'm not too worried about it. Yeah. And like, it's somebody's morning <laughs> breath at, at some point, you're just I don't I don't even I don't even think that me or Autumn like have morning breath is how like morning breath even factors into my life anymore. <laughs> so wow. I, maybe I, the problem is me. Like, it, it it's possible that I just you know. I, totally possible. Just I don't me. want to say you have bad breath on the podcast, Gary. I'll wait till you know a text message later. To let you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been very uh, self conscious about my breath because of mask mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. where you're just kind of trapped in there with your breath all day, and you're like, "Ah, Jesus!" You know, I had coffee earlier, and I can still smell it. Uh, and so, yeah. But, yeah. Anywho, uh, he he caves. Uh, this whole comic is is negging Captain Britain <laughs> in a way that I. I didn't really, but he's like a real piece of shit in this. Uh, and I, I did not know enough about Captain Britain to really know this side of him. No, me either. But apparently he's kind of a piece of shit. Um, yeah, they, you know? they get him to to start drinking up and then they leave Beast by himself. Um, 
uh, when we switch over to the Cree world, um, I guess this is the Cree world where yes. they are. Uh, this one Cree is handing another Cree uh, a sliver of the Macran crystal. Um, it's just a sliver, but it can it does. It basically serves as a doorway to open into the White Hot Room, which is the home of the Phoenix. They're going to use it to do something crazy. Uh, they're going to try to resurrect um, uh, Marvel. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know the old Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know they, the idea is they're going to use the energy of of the Phoenix mm-hmm. um, for this. Um, we get another, uh, the Phoenix just destroying a planet of goopy aliens, yep. which you know is going to happen a lot during this crossover. These are really nice know? aliens though, uh, Gary. They were really, really nice. At some point I'm going to stop caring about these just randos. It already happened <laughs> like, for me, dog. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, uh, it is, it is a, a real, uh, strength exercise in empathy when it comes to the Phoenix, uh, vision showing the rest of the Avengers this and they're like, Oh my God goopy aliens yeah you know uh, yeah uh, i feel like better than i am. i feel like they're like oh my god how did you get this footage like what do you what did you, what, what service yeah. is this is this the interdimensional cable thing from rick and morty or like what, how how are you seeing all of this footage um but it doesn't matter it's it's just all horrifying um and it's time to yeah. get prepared because they're about to make contact with the phoenix force in 15 yeah. minutes they do their, their pep talk. The thing I want to talk about this, uh, this artist artist who kind of looks like, um, Feral Dalrymple a little bit, the indie artist, uh, in the amount of lines, but I love how realistically muscled people are, mm-hmm. you know, like look at Thor in this, like he looks like a strong dude, but he just looks like a strong dude. Yeah, exactly. You know, he doesn't look like, uh, just like an out of this world, you know? And to me, I, I really like that. Um, I love a realistically proportioned superhero. The women are not like sexualized. Like they're still wearing, you know, Miss Marvel is still wearing like the, the outfit that shows her, her thigh and side, butt. Mm-hmm. but there's no, like her posture is very relaxed. Her proportions are not sexualized at all. Yeah. And Valkyrie like, looks this like, artist a, is great. I, looks like a skinny athletic woman, but not like out of proportion, um, which is always really, yeah. really good. A lot of it's the posing. Like everyone just looks like people just hanging around, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to just standing around in superhero poses. Uh, really phenomenal stuff. I, I I've never heard of this guy before, and I don't know what the the popular consensus is. I'll be curious uh, on the Slack once we drop this episode because usually people will comment on on you know these episodes as they come out whether this is a popular opinion or other people are like oh I fucking hate that guy, you know. But I this is this is my shit. Yeah, I like it a lot, uh, very much. I love a superhero drawn like a regular person. It's it's like a weird crossover between um, quietly and um, shit. Who was the guy on? Uh, uh, ecstatics that we like so much um just with the art oh mike Allred. yeah yeah it kind of it gives me both of those vibes from both of those which i, I like a whole lot so mm-hmm. uh thor is basically doing a pep talk you know uh saying like hey we, we've always been fighting big things things that are nefarious you know so that uh people can live yep we're strong and uh that's our place is to be strong in a place where the weak are in danger um, that's what we're doing here. We're protecting our families and our homes. We have to stop this. Um, uh, and they all put on the, do the right thing, you know, do the right stuff, uh, you know, put on their spacesuits and get ready to pop out and fight the Phoenix. Uh, I'll, this, this little speech is extremely well written. Like the line, um, I know mm-hmm. of only one thing for certain the Avengers will symbol and we will try is, is just really strong. Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Like that's a, mm-hmm. that's a cosmic entity. I'm Thor. <laughs> that guy's blue. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is happening <laughs> right now. Um, but we're going to, we're going to do it. Like we're going to try to save people. And I think that's like, a, that's just a really good, like 
superhero speech. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, battery machine uh, shows up. <laughs> you know, uh, they're saying like, "Hey, war machine has to get close enough." After this, he's like, you're willing to bet my ass that my armor can withstand it? And he goes, I do bet your ass. Uh, as long as Thor can hold its focus. And Thor goes right into the maw of this, like, gigantic phoenix. Uh, this is, you know, really cool art. Mm-hmm. Um, this gigantic phoenix force, this big evil firebird. Um, Thor pops in and starts trying to shoot lightning at it, you know. Um, they're, they're doing their best uh, to kind of fight it. Um, unfortunately, uh, this does not work. Uh, the phoenix is way more powerful. Yes. You know, uh, there's a great, like, <laughs> Thor is like, the beast is riled. I cannot. <laughs> like, I love riling up the phoenix. Yeah, you, you, you riled up a cosmic entity, dog. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. Um, and the whole idea was never <laughs> for Thor to, like, you know, beat the phoenix. They were trying to distract it so that um, the, the double A machine can get close to it. And that doesn't work. When it starts, mm-hmm. uh, when, when Thor yeah. stops being able to hold its attention, it starts frying uh basic frying war machine like it starts to heat up and starts to uh damage and like hurting roadie right like this dude is not in a good yeah, situation cooking him from the inside mm-hmm. yeah uh making don chitlins out of don oh! chitlins um the oh, did, did we talk uh, about uh did, did we did i mention that uh don Cheadle is the only person nominated for like a emmy on that falcon and the winter soldier show for the, the two and a no. half is yeah he's the only person that got for that show for that show specifically like he's the only and even don Cheadle, i saw an interview with him going like i don't know how this is possible <laughs> He was in it for two and a half minutes. He gives like a little kind of a bullshit speech and then leaves it for the rest of the six episodes. It's crazy. <laughs> that's really weird. I, I had no idea. I just feel really, really uh, bad for Anthony Mackie, right? Like, I mean, I, yeah, you got cheated. <laughs> yeah, y'all got cheated, dude. The I got Chester cheated. The uh, and Anthony Mackie's good in that show. Like that show isn't perfect by any means, but it's a fine performance. Yeah, like absolutely, super good. And WandaVision got like forty-seven thousand um, awards or, or nominations. So <laughs> <laughs> the uh, poor, poor, uh, poor Anthony Mackie. Um, the uh, Beast is like, okay, we have to retreat and regroup. Like we're going to repair the armor. We're going to try it again. But uh oh, here comes Captain Britain saying, "I'm going to grab the battery and power it with my super magic." Yeah. Uh, and everyone is just being like, "You idiot." Like the cage isn't calibrated for magic based energy. This is science. It's not just put whatever you want in it. You know, it's not, this isn't comic book logic, you idiot. Um, you know, like we need to fall back and he won't do it. He's like, we're not going to get a second chance. Um, and goes through and tries to use the Phoenix cage with the magic backpack yep. with his magic powers. Um, not surprisingly, this does not work. No, not at all. Um, they have to haul everybody back as this thing explodes. Um, meanwhile, back on the Cree world, um, they have opened this doorway. Um, and when it, when they do this, it pulls the attention of the Phoenix force over to them. Uh, so like our secret Avengers team aren't just like standing there thinking like we're about to die. And then it just flies the fuck away. Um, so, yeah, (laughs) and they would, they would, they would have died if not for this. Mm -hmm. You know, it is just uh, Captain Britain almost killed all the secret Avengers. Um, the Phoenix Force shows up and these these monks start doing uh, their prayer. You know, the Kree calls you to, to re, you know, rebo- rebirth our hero. Uh, old Captain Marvel starts floating up and the Phoenix Force just shoots through the space station, melting all the scientists. You know, um, we go over to the uh, the Kree Grand Intelligence or whatever uh, who see this. Um, you know, they gather everyone there to be like, hey, we've we've reborn our, our champion. Like the, the, the Phoenix is coming, uh, the Phoenix is coming to Hawaii, uh, where we're at, 
Uh, and so are the secret Avengers. They're heading there as well. Cause that's where the Phoenix is. And they have to make up for captain Britain's shitty move. Yes. Um, uh, this, this is all super fascinating. I didn't really see any of this coming. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of knew a little bit about this, this Marvel thing, but, uh, I'm really excited mm-hmm. to see where the, this is going to go. Uh, they, the secret, the secret Avengers, they, they parked their ship. Um, they've got like a Marvel, but he's from a different dimension. So he's like, I don't really know anything about this place, but you can, I, I can tell you where to hide. Um, and they start to regroup. So, uh, Captain Britain is fine. Thor is going to recover, even though he's like, he looks like the mummy sitting there, which is really funny to me. Yeah. Um, and when yeah. Beast asks Vision about James, like the Vision can't even respond. He just kind of looks at him and is like, yeah, great. Yeah. yeah we, we don't know what's going on, uh, there. And, uh, Beast loses it on Captain Britain. Mm-hmm. You know, how are you? Are you sustaining any injuries? You fucking idiot. <laughs> you know, uh, he, he, he starts going back like you weren't there. You would have made the same call. And he's like, no, I wouldn't have because that was stupid. You know, if you're ever wondering why, like, you've never been part of the bigger picture, despite the fact that you're really powerful and we could have really used you. We never call you for help. It's because of what you are, like what you're right now. Like, you think, you know, better than everyone else. Your judgment is too shitty for you to be a, a big league superhero. Like just brutal stuff. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I have not seen somebody taken down a peg like this in a long time. And I'm kind of here for it being beast that does it. <laughs> like this yeah. is very funny to me. You know, it, well, they, they have history. Like he was an Excalibur that's X-Men adjacent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure beast has, has talked to him a whole lot. Oh yeah. Um, it was cool. Like I think Remender is really good at picking up characters that I always think are kind of neutral, like don't have a lot going on. And then you know, finding what's interesting about them. Like during his, uh, uh, X-Force run, like he makes me really love Archangel. Yeah. Like Archangel and Psylocke are the coolest part of that run. And it's super weird because like, I like the design of those characters, but I never really liked their personalities that much. Like I like stories with them. I love the, you know, the original Archangel saga and stuff, but he, he finds the interesting shit mm-hmm. in those guys. Uh, super cool. The, uh, we cut over to, uh, Miss Marvel, uh, hanging out with protector, uh, here basically talking the shit, like, you know, talking, you know, saying like, we have to stop this by any means necessary. You know, you know what the Phoenix can do. Um, you know, uh, what, what is going to happen if we fail? Yes. Um, you know, we have to stop the Phoenix by any means. And then a voice from off screen says, I'm really happy to hear you say that Carol. And, uh, oh, it's old captain, captain Marvel. And he's like, you know, if we succeed, I'm going to need your help. If we were to succeed, we have to kill the Avengers. Yeah, the, the twist here uh, is so that the, uh, Protector and, you know, Captain Marvel are like, oh, yeah, we need to make sure that nothing stops the Phoenix Force, um, which is yes. something. It's a, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is, like I said, a, a huge twist because you're like, wait, I thought these guys. But no, no, they're trying to they're trying to allow the Phoenix Force to do whatever it needs to do. Um, and then, yeah, we get resurrected Marvel saying, like, we got to kill the Avengers. And that's our our hanging point, our uh Hanging yes. point cliffhanger. Jesus Christ, Jeremy, get it together. Cliffhanger. Learn words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, and so the, with the, the, we have this kind of like miniature Marvel squad within the secret Avengers, mm-hmm. you know, Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel and protector, um, who have a different attitude about this shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty cool. Um, you know, I am very excited to see where this goes. I think this is a really Id- good idea for like, uh, a side story to a crossover. Yeah. You know, like this stuff is all going to be very important, obviously, but it's its own little conflict dealing with its own themes, uh, far away from the main ones. So we're not going to see the same events from different perspectives. 
over and over like i am excited to read more of this comic is this the first time that so. we've done an issue of this that we haven't seen that beach in front of utopia <laughs> i think so i think you know, that, yeah. i love that beach got it gotta show me the beach uh the uh yeah yeah uh so thanks everybody for listening we appreciate you yeah You're great yeah um if you like us if you think we're great head on over to uh, patreon.com slash duck tv yeah give cool us give us be. your hard-earned dollars and get cool stuff in return um you can get yeah. episodes early there's tons and tons and tons of exclusive content you can get um access to the slack channel you can you can pay to make gary play bad games which i think is very fun to do that's a, that's always a good time you know, people keep doing it uh, doing the, it. <laughs> look out for skyward sword um, watch out for fireball it's 2022 y'all i'm just saying uh, good. <laughs> fucking lord <laughs> yeah yeah I, we, we actually do say bad say no yeah uh, mm-hmm. to things uh a lot but also uh you know you can still give us money and get yes to something yeah absolutely. You know, we'll, we'll say yes to one of your choices uh just not the skyward sword choice nope um you can also leave ratings reviews and tell your friends uh specifically telling your friends is very very useful so recommended absolutely uh and uh and take care of yourself yeah watch over we- that delta variant We'll be back next week, or next episode, with New Avengers number 25.